And what is with our obsession with nostalgia? Uh, why is this such a huge marketing ploy and how successful is it going to be? So are you planning on shopping at Zellers? Send me a text. Let me know. Uh, this is all part of the Hudson's Bay Company stores, and it's going to be launching tomorrow in our city. Uh, the company said on Tuesday that this Zellers relaunch is going to include kitchen and bath goods, furniture and home decor, toys, and some basic apparel. So does that appeal to you? Is Zellers going to be your new destination to shop for some of those items? We're going to get into it right now with Professor of Marketing at the Rotman School of Management at, out of the University of Toronto. David Soberman is joining me. David, good afternoon. How are you? Very well, thank you. Thanks so much for being on and talking about this. It seems that there is a trend towards nostalgia and capitalizing on this from a retail perspective. So Zellers is opening tomorrow in Edmonton. And the big question is, is it going to be successful? How will this this little idea of bringing back something that we that we maybe have romanticized as Canadians work? I want to know who the new Zellers is for. Let's start there, David. Well, I think um, the main idea behind the relaunch is to try to capitalize on the brand recognition that it has with a certain segment of the population, probably people that are at the very least 40, if not 50. And uh, I think it's also an experiment by HBC, which is obviously our one remaining big department store in Canada, to see if they can come up with a format in the store that brings shoppers in and gets store traffic back up to where it used to be because obviously the department stores have been having a very hard time in recent years. You know, we we tend to really glamorize, romanticize the 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 memory of Zellers. But I mean, was it was it really that much of a fixture in Canadians' lives when it was still here the first time around? I mean, ultimately these stores all all pulled out and closed. So will they be able to to work a little differently now? Well, you make a very good point. Um, the reason that it's not around anymore is because it wasn't doing very well. The stores had become somewhat dated, and even compared to their main competitors, which at that point in time were Walmart and, to a degree, uh, the dollar stores, uh, Zellers really wasn't offering value, wasn't offering a shopping experience that people uh, were gravitating towards. And so for that reason, when the owners of Zellers, which was HBC, got the idea and the opportunity to sell the, their, their, the, these spaces off to Target, they went for it. And probably it was financially attractive, but also speaks to the fact that Zellers was underperforming for many years prior to its closure about 10 years ago. I mean, some of those competitors that you're describing, I, I think, would still probably be their main competitors. We haven't necessarily seen exactly what this is going to look like and what kind of bells and whistles they're going to bring to the table. But, you know, places uh, like Superstore, Walmart, I mean, they seem to have really cornered the market on some of these items that they say that Zellers is going to be selling, which, as I mentioned, include kitchen and bath goods, furniture, home decor, toys, and some basic apparel. So what do their competitors now do to try to make sure that Zellers isn't going to undermine their business? Well, I guess the whole issue here, as I mentioned before, it's sort of an experiment. And so the real issue is that people do like going shopping. They do like going to malls. And the reality of Walmarts and the reality of most Dollaramas is they're not located in major malls. 
So if people still like going to major malls and there are big department stores there, there's an opportunity for uh, the HBC to offer a different experience to those people within that, uh, what I would call mid to up upscale uh, shopping center. And I think that's really what they're, they're trying to do. Hmm. And sort of the whole game these days, especially in this post-pandemic period, is trying to get people in the store. Because if people are in the store, they may not buy everything that you have on offer, but if they do some sales, that's the difference between surviving and dying, basically, in, in retailing. Hmm. Yeah, let's talk a little bit about the nostalgia piece here, because it seems that many different industries and, and companies are trying to capitalize on nostalgia. Uh, there's a, there's new data that says that vinyl records have outsold CDs for the first time in 35 years. So obviously, I mean, there's really something to there's something to this from a from a retail's perspective or from a retailer's perspective, excuse me. And so I, I want to know, David, you're a professor of marketing. Is this a relatively new idea to sort of market to this bit of nostalgia that we all feel or is has this always been around i would say that it's always been around but i also think that the big change that we see in society today is the people that were in or still are in the segment known as baby boomers are now entering their 50s and 60s this is the segment in the canadian population with probably the most earning power and the most wealth. They're becoming increasingly important for marketers. So now what you need to do is think about what am I gonna do to attract those people? And these are people for whom there's a lot of things that they remember from when they were in their 20s, 30s and 40s that might be actually attractive to them and give them positive feelings. So I think it's always been there. It's just that this bulge in the population has now gotten more important, and marketers are responding to that with increased use of nostalgia. Hmm. So ultimately, will this relaunch of Zellers work? I mean, they'll probably get some people in in the door initially. Will it have long-lasting appeal, and will they expand from there? David, I want to get to a couple more of those questions with you in just a moment. We have to take a little break. We'll be right back with David Soberman, Professor of Marketing at the Rotman School of Management out of the University of Toronto. Are you planning on shopping at Zellers, Chid Nation? Let me know. 780-496-0063 is the number to text. Chelsea on Chad. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the show. It's Chelsea on Chad. Glad to have you here, Chet Nation. Are you planning on shopping at Zeller's when it opens in our city tomorrow? Uh, 780-496-0063. Bit of a mixed bag on the text line right now. Some people saying, no, absolutely not. No, Zeller's. Uh, Someone else saying, maybe if they have the restaurant. Another person saying, hopefully Zeller's has the restaurant. Uh, I'll update you that the Zeller's Diner on Wheels uh, will be at select locations, but we're still waiting on an official schedule release. So maybe the restaurant will be enough to entice you to shop at Zeller's. We're talking about it with the professor of marketing at the Rotman School of Management out of the University of Toronto, David Soberman. David, thank you so much for waiting on hold. I really appreciate your time. No problem. David, I'm curious when we're talking about nostalgia and brands tapping into this, if you can point to some other examples where this has been successful and other brands trying to really capitalize on this this bit of nostalgia that it seems like will initially get some customers in the door. Well, any firms that actually have a long history of having done business within a particular geographic area can utilize that. So we certainly see that, for example, in Canadian Tire advertising, 
We see it in Tim Horton's advertising. We see it in Coke advertising. You see it in Ford advertising. I can give you a number of examples. And what you use is you use vignettes or associations to the previous versions of those products, which people probably had strong, positive feelings towards, and you use that as a way of trying to create positive feelings for the current offer. Is it is it clever, in your opinion, or is it lazy? Because it kind of reminds me of all of the prequels and sequels that have come out in, in the film industry, which sort of seems like kind of a lazy approach to, you know, not actually having a, a new novel idea. Well, it's interesting. I guess what I would say is there's probably more creative content being produced today than ever before. And one of the things that challenges marketers is that they're competing with a lot of other opportunities and a lot of a lot of other efforts if you will by other firms to talk to the same customers so nostalgia marketing certainly if you have a heritage like a canadian tire it's something that you can go to to create positive feelings but to be able to do that in a way that actually gets the person to go into the store and buy is actually harder than you think so and often creativity in trying to make something old work may be even more difficult than trying to come up with something brand new. So marketing is always difficult. It's just a different strategy. Hmm. And it's a strategy which is open to firms with a heritage. So that's the one thing I would say is you have to think about if a firm has only been around for a couple of years, it's not really something that they can do. But there's a number of firms that are going through tough times and it can be a way of actually re-energizing a brand that's getting tired. So when we talk about tough times, it, let's let's talk about what's at stake here for Hudson's Bay. I mean, they're the ones that own Zellers. If this doesn't work, what kind of risk are they taking? Well, I guess what they're doing is they're limiting the risk. How are they limiting the risk? They're not creating a standalone set of stores with 35 locations or 50 locations throughout Canada. What they're doing is the vast majority of Zeller's initiatives are being done within existing Hudson Bay real estate. So that reduces the risk. The second thing is they don't have to develop a lot of marketing materials and logos and slogans because a lot of that is already there. So in a way, what is it that they can do to the existing Zeller's concept to make it appealing for today's shopper. Hmm. That's challenging, but their investment is somewhat reduced by the way they're doing it. So I think it's actually clever. And the one thing I think that's important to underline with this initiative is it's an experiment. And companies that are going through tough times, if they're unwilling to experiment, they're actually going to end up disappearing. So this is exactly the sort of thing that a company like HBC needs to do. David, thank you so much for your perspective. Really appreciate the conversation this afternoon. No problem. It was my pleasure. Of course. Take care. Bye-bye. David, David Soberman, as we said, is a professor of marketing at the Rotman School of Management out of the University of Toronto. So will you be shopping at Zellers?